Hey guys, this one's going to be pretty, pretty tough. Um, this is going to be about things that I have had to deal with daily. Um, and some are that I've had in the past over about a number of months to even a point of a year uh, to a year and a half. And still here and there struggle with. So... This is going to talk about how I overcome all these things and kind of just my own personal advice to you guys on what to do in these type of situations. So let's get into it. So first off, sorry guys, it really has been way too long. Today's podcast is on daily struggles and how I overcome them. I will be going over a set of issues I deal with and how I best overcome. Number one. Oh man, this is already going to be tough. Woo! Okay, here we go. Non-epileptic seizures. What goes through my head? So, for you guys who don't know, a non-epileptic seizure is... um, Well, first you have to understand what an epileptic seizure is. So... Epileptic seizure is when um, you just you just can't control it. Basically, you um, you have episodes where you seize. There's not really triggers for it. Um, there are certain things like flashing lights and um, things like that, but uh, it just it just happens. And the difference with that is you know you black out, you don't remember it. So with a non-epileptic seizure, what happens is you do remember it, and you're awake during the whole thing, you're aware of everything that's going on. And to be honest, I'd, I'd much rather be blacked out and not know what's going on, but I know there's obviously a health risk to that. So what goes through my head? So what my, what my mind tells me when I'm going through a seizure like that is that there's nothing you can do. There's no one you can call. No one's going to help you. You have to help yourself. Or you're going to die. That's kind of the... That's the mentality that is forced into my mind when I go through these things. And it is that hard. It really is. And... Um, let me give an example. So... I had a non-epileptic seizure when I was with um, a good person, a good friend of mine, um, and she um, she saw me kind of collapse and was trying to figure out what was going on. And then I just started seizing. And the things that went through my mind during that were just the embarrassment. That's that's really the first thing I would say, the embarrassment that you feel. Because you have all these people most likely just looking at you. And this, this was in school. This was in school. You have people looking at you. And so many things go through your head in that moment, man. I'm telling you. 
you just worry what they think. And it just adds to the the bad crap that you're going through. So what what do I do? How do I overcome this? How do you overcome something you cannot control? That is such a hard question. What I do, in, in all honesty, and I hope this helps someone out there, what I do is I basically let it happen. Now, you're going to be like, wait, what? You you want the seizure to happen? No, I, I don't want it to happen. But I let it happen. I let it happen because it's a lot faster. And it when you say... I'm giving in and you let it happen your body will calm down a lot quicker because it just gets out it's basic um I almost want to call it a temper tantrum the brain there's a temper tantrum and um it gets this temper tantrum out of the way and then you're exhausted afterwards but that's, that's honestly the key right there you just give in you have to give in and just season it's it sucks it sucks gosh i can't tell you 40 45 minutes to an hour of just moving your arms flailing about your head jerking back and forth in weird ways like you're like you're in an exorcism just weird stuff going on but you have to remember that this is temporary okay this is very temporary and it it will go by very fast it may not feel that way in any way, shape, or form. Because it, it, it can be an hour, for sure. But it is temporary. And that's what I try to keep in mind every time. Now, do I do the best job of it? No. No, it's a mental battle. So your brain is going to be freaking out. So, of course, you're going to freak out. But if you talk to yourself out loud, or if someone's next to you, which is even better, talking to you, saying, I'm here. You, you can do this. Just that right there, the motivation piece is what helps you get through it. Because you're going through something that you can't control. You're going through something where you're forced to feel pain. You're forced to do something you don't want to do against your own will. And your body takes over and puts you in the back seat. And you're forced to go through it. So when somebody motivates you, it makes going through it a lot easier. And you're more motivated to do it. So that's my advice with non-epileptic seizures and my experience. Number two, panic attacks. How to take control. So panic attacks, um, I think a lot of people know what this is. I think we've all had it at one point in our lives. And if you haven't, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you haven't. Um, but but a, a panic attack is when you your body's freaking out it's kind of the same thing your body is freaking out but it's not a seizure and it depends there's so many different instances on what type of panic attack you could be having <clears throat> depends on the cause really for example for me if i watch like a horror film or if i watch like a scene that's kind of scary that reminds me of a horror film then let's say i go into one i go into a panic attack well what my body's and my brain, well, my brain's still my body is that you're not safe. And when it hears that, it will crawl up into a ball. 
and it's scared and it has to be affirmed and know for a fact that it's safe. And you could tell it a thousand times out loud, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe. And that will help, granted, but it takes a long time. So, so what do you do, right? What do you do? How do you get through it? Well, it's the same thing as the seizure on the non-epileptic side. Because it, it is similar, but it's different in a different way. You want somebody there with you. You never want to be alone. And if you are alone, my gosh, call somebody. Please call someone. I encourage you to call someone. If it's late at night, call somebody. I don't care who it is. It could be your mom, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, friend, really good friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever it is, call them. And just be like, look, hey, I I'm having a panic attack. Can you help me through this? And if they're real, they will. They will. And honestly, it's that motivation piece. When they talk to you, I'm like, hey, man, you got this. You got this. But with the panic attack piece, this is what is a major weapon in the battle with a panic attack. And I'm about to give it to you. Is the, the strategy of distraction. When you distract your mind, you're no longer thinking about what's going on. You're thinking about something else. And when you do that, you take the focus off of your fear and you put it on something more calming. So like your friend, like let me give an example of what I would say to a friend going through it. He's like, hey, why don't you tell me about what you did today? Be like, well, I, um, uh, I was outside practicing archery. I was shooting my bow and uh, I made it in the green. You know, and you elaborate on it. You're like, okay, what, what color was the target? So these type of things right here, what color was the target? You talk about the texture of the target. You talk about like a great thing as well is like you talk about like when they're, if they're sitting down, you ask them like, hey, what are you feeling like on the couch? What are you feeling on the couch? Does it feel, does it feel tough? What's the texture? Describe it for me. And again, it forces the brain to go off of what it's going through and onto focusing on what the couch feels like. And while you're doing that, you're calming yourself down. So that's, that's really just a few tips on that one. I know that will help. Okay, number, f number three, how I recovered after every hit to my head went through my mind, even a small bump. So, gosh, how I recovered from hits my head. This is a really, really good one. Um, see, when you, when you get concussions, and I encourage you, I really do, I encourage you to listen to the podcast labeled Concussions, the Untold Story. It's my story about my daily life struggles with concussions and how it's absolutely radically changed my life forever. And, uh, how I'm fighting so hard to heal and I just want to really raise awareness of how severe it can be and how people don't take it seriously. So I recommend checking that out uh, when you get a chance. But going into it, uh, the topic of what I do when I get a hit, I have to do the same thing because I go through a panic attack. That's when I go through panic attacks is when I hit my head because I am terrified and so is my brain. It knows it's like, dude, protect me. What do I have to do? 
protect me. So I have to do kind of the same thing. So I won't go into that again, but um, now you guys get an idea. Number four, depression. How do I program my thoughts? That's what I'm going to teach you. How do I program my thoughts? So I've talked about this a lot before in depression repellent and in other podcast episodes here and there. But the key really to programming your thoughts is affirmations. And some people may say that it doesn't work. Well, you got to practice it. It takes time. It's, it's like anything. When you take a medicine, does it happen overnight? No. It takes time to really settle in. This is your medicine to your brain. The good stuff that it needs to be taking more. So let me give some examples. When you're depressed, like it could be like, I'm not good enough. I'm a burden. I suck. I'm never going to get better at this kind of thing. When you say that out loud, you're going to, of course, go into the cycle of doubt, of self-doubt, of self-hate, of self-regret, and of a lot of pain that you don't really need to go through in general. And what you can do instead is say that, you know what, I may feel this way, but I know I'm not. By saying, I know I'm not, that's powerful. Let me, let me give you an example of this. You're a jerk. I know I'm not. You're so one-sided. I know I'm not. When you say, I know, I know, that's an affirmation. And when you speak it out loud and you speak it as true, then you program your brain. I've said this before. You program your brain to think true. To think positive and you replace the crap and the garbage that your brain is telling you with truth so that was um, how I overcome um, my daily struggles and uh, I really hope I helped somebody out today and have a good day guys